You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Most writers and radio show hosts know that to connect with your fans, you need to do more than just write books or record the latest podcasts. There are many different elements that go into forming an online platform, but there are also many hidden traps. To make matters worse, solid advice on how to survive the muddy waters is scarce. In the book Hidden Traps, I talk about some of the important issues of working with an online platform, highlighting traps that could put your physical or internet security at risk or be harmful to your reputation. Are your social media posts just links with a few disjointed words making you look like someone who can't complete a sentence? Did your new website cost you more than you anticipated? Are you leaking your personal contact details across the web without even knowing it? Then you need Hidden Traps. Hidden Traps is now available in paperback and ebook from a variety of retailers, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Kobo. Visit blackwolfpublications.com for more details. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-553-8687. That's 800-553-8687. Again, 800-553-8687. You're listening to the Spark Radio Network, Internet radio like you've never heard before. Innovation, creativity, and imagination are all said to begin with a spark. So fasten your seatbelt and take the ride of your life and listen for the spark. Game on, where progressives fear us and rhinos tremble. Welcome to the political jungle. I'm JD. This is Stacy. No one is safe. No one is spared. Lock up the children. And the old folk. Welcome to the world of liberative conservatarians. Guadaloupe, it's the Grease Man, and I've lost all my money at the Kentucky Derby on the fixed race, and my wife is going to throw me out. Good Sunday evening, May 5th, 2019. JD and Stacy here live, hosting Game On on that KLRN radio, baby. Welcome back to all our political geeks, freaks, and back alley sneaks. Everybody right now, get over to Spreaker.com. JD and Stacy, getting on page, get in that chat room. Say hello to Stacy. Join the party in the conversation. People sit in that chat room, naked baby smoking pot. It's fantastic. We want to thank Kaylorin Radio and Spotify for making tonight's edition of Game On possible. Tonight, we're going to be talking the all-out demo with Bill Barr, and we will let you know what that's all about. Yeah. 
Maybe some Venezuela, and they eat pets. Definitely some nonsense in the world, and much, much more. So remember, kids, top up that drink, light up that stink, have whatever helps make you think. J.D. and Stacy taking you to the top of that 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Hour here on Game On on that KLRN Radio. How's you, baby? I'm very good. Thank you. Very busy weekend down south, so. Oh, yeah? What happened? Is, is everybody rising again? Is that what this No, is? I launched an adult this weekend. You did what? I launched an adult. As a parent, this is a big deal. Oh, my Lord. Well, congratulations for launching another Southern adult. The whole country thanks you kindly. <laughs> College is over and they're employed. What else do we want? Oh, my goodness. So is the whole weekend all like... Not even close. <laughs> That's what I did. Hold on, I can't stop it. <laughs> Great. That'll be just on loop through the whole show. That would be fantastic. <laughs> it's what goes on in my head all the time. I mean, it's, it's the same, yeah. you know, it's kind of like... I hate this place. <laughs> Nothing works here. The medications don't work. <laughs> I've been here for seven years. But but all kidding aside, I wasn't... We didn't speak that much uh, before we got on the air. I didn't know if you wanted to bring that up uh, from myself, and I'm sure from all the listening audience, congratulations. It's not easy. Thank you. And uh, thank you for launching a new one. And uh, we're not going to get too specific but i can tell you folks that my understanding is this child has accomplished so much uh the child has the dream job the child wanted so uh that goes i I don't (laughs) right she's better off than both of us damn it (laughs) except for my sundays i i i really don't have the uh i just sit over here and i'm just like i should have studied harder in college or Well, oh, a lot of interesting. Interesting to note that the commencement speaker was kind enough to tell everyone um, sitting in the audience that chances are in the next ten years they're going to change careers four times. So it's all looking good now, but who knows? So finally, somebody who told the truth. What? Uh, who was the commencement speaker? Anybody uh, interesting? Um, she actually works in Brian Kemp's um, administration, and she's working on specific policies around education. Oh, don't you mean Stacey Abrams' administration? I, I keep hearing oh, her running God. around saying that she actually won the uh, the governorship. No, no, you don't even understand because I'm going into all of the Secretary of State files for both the 2016 and 2018, and I'm going to blow up her narrative. What? It's like my the, new goal in life. What was the name of the show where Nell Carter was the maid or the name? Give me a break. <laughs> I don't even know where I pulled that from. <laughs> I don't even know where I pulled that from. Got to tell her what she's doing because every time I see her, she's like, you know, she's either, for the audience who are uh, a movie buff. Of a certain age. She reminds me, if, if not, of not Nell Carter in, in Give Me a Break, she reminds me in, of Della Reese in, uh, in Harlem Nights. Nope. When she's like, oh, you want to hit people with garbage cans and he's like stop messing around I could just, he's like, oh come on sucker and then he shoots it in the foot and she's like oh so you want to shoot people in their pinky toe <laughs> no and then she did you see that movie and then I she did not beats the Florida <laughs> Florida good times 
<laughs> no, the best one I have is what I guess. I guess this is where the hell. Oh, what the hell? What did I have Sanford and Son under? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just saying. I am like okay, so sick terrific. Of her. I am so sick of her, and I'm so sick of Hillary Clinton because there she was again on video talking about the election being stolen from her. You know. Like, you know, half of me just wants to say, shut up. The other half of me wants to say, keep talking, because it can only hurt Democrats. I, you know, originally, I thought that she was just the country's biggest corruptocrat. And she had hubris and she wanted to win and, and, and the whole nine. I, I have honestly come full circle. And like, look, I, I've never liked the Clintons. I, I think they're disgraceful. I think they're corrupt. I honestly think that she's a horrible and dangerous, 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 dangerous Person. human being. Yes. And I'm mm -hmm. going, you know, this is a complete sidebar, no pun intended, because we will get into uh, the meat of what we're talking tonight. And that's the Democrats uh, war against Bill Barr. But stick with me here for a second. During Clinton's eight years, you know, and, and I, I didn't like his policies, you didn't like his policies, but there's no way that you can't look back and say that Clinton was honestly more about governing and being the president than he really cared about policy. Clinton just wanted to be president. People liked him. He was affable. He got two terms. She stayed in the White House as the ambitious wife, and she smiled, and she tried to get up a good Q rating. And I want you to fast forward, and I want you to think about the Obamas. You know, for all the, the vitriol that got spewed in those eight years, if you take a look back, Obama, in my opinion, was not that much different from Bill Clinton, where he just wanted to be president and govern and hang out and, and do the ESPN bracket. And you knew the wife was ambitious, just like Hillary. And you knew the wife was waiting in the wings, just like Hillary. And if you take a look at Hillary's runs for offices and – the higher offices she's held since since Bill's been out of office, her failed presidential, compared to the husband, she was a much more viscerally progressive policy fascist. And mm -hmm. I honestly think we're going to see the same thing with Michelle Obama. I honestly do, because I think that she hasn't gone away from, from any political ambitions. And, and, and I think the same thing is, I've been thinking about that recently. I think that She's as viscerally progressive policy-wise as Hillary is, and they were both much more policy-driven than the husbands. Before we get into Barr, did you want to piggyback on any of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I have people still, like, wondering if Michelle Obama isn't going to get in this time. I don't think she will. I don't know. Um, I'm a coin tosser. I, I really, you know, three, four, six months ago, I'd say no way. I am literally a 50-50 coin toss on it right now. Because Biden, I, Biden looks like some, Biden looks like Grandpa Simpson on an episode where he escapes uh, uh, the old age home. Ah, this economy is good, but here, ah, I was the vice president to the colored fella, and you got to vote for me, and I had um, onion I, on my belt. The only reason Michelle Obama comes in is to save the day. And last I heard, that's going to be your former mayor, De, mayor De Blasio. So, oh, this zero, this zero couldn't get reelected in in New York City. You, I, you know what? I don't want to bring him up because he's he's going to give us enough. He's going to give us enough. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, going to yeah. give us enough uh, uh, next week. So 
Let's but um, go ahead. but no, the the thing I did want to bring up is, did you just to close out on Hillary and Bill? Did you notice their <laughs> tour ended? Yeah, tickets started only <laughs> tickets started at fifteen dollars, <laughs> and when the tour got canceled, they were trading for two bucks a piece. There is a Billy Joel song called "The Entertainer." Uh, I think he wrote The Entertainer in the mid to late seventies, as he was coming up before he was a big powerhouse. And in there, he, there's a line of the song in The Entertainer, and it's all about how, forget about what you want to write. You know, this is about making hits that go on, on, on the radio. And there's a line in there about after they've played you to death, um, he said, uh, it, it, talking about uh, an artist's album, you get, put in the back on the, you get put in the back in the discount rack like another can of beans. And <laughs> that is exactly... Bill and Hillary's tour right now, for those of you who are too young to, to remember, this is when you stopped in the rest stop on the 15-hour journey you were taking to go somewhere, and you went mm -hmm. to take a leak, and as you were grabbing your awful coffee and your little muffin bites, they would have this bin of 99-cent cassettes that were like Foreigners' greatest hits. Uh, right. And that's exactly, that is exactly what they are, um, what they're giving us now. So let me just shift gears here a little minute. Ba, 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 ba. I don't know why. If when I look on live, it says that we're on episode 10 on the struck page. Are you seeing the same thing? Or are you in chat and we're all good? I'm in chat and we're all good. All right. They're probably happy I can't get there because remember, Sam, chat lives matter here on KLRN Radio. Chat lives matter and JD gets distracted if he's in there. So. Oh, that's right. So I'm going to stay out. So this week, the House Democrats have escalated their feud, not so much with Mayor Quimby, because that feud's never going to die, but they've escalated their feud with Attorney General uh, William Barr. And as of this past Thursday, Nana, affectionately known, our Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, has accused him of lying to Congress. The Judiciary Committee and, and uh, uh, SlimFast's own spokesman, Gerald Nadler, threatened to hold <laughs> him in contempt of court if he did not promptly hand over a complete version of Robert Mueller III's report. Now, let, let's take this slowly. Which is through. against the law, J.D. Let's take this slowly. A and this is how ridiculous that this is. So when you hear that 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 Fat Jerry um, wants, uh, Bob, I got the full report and all the underlying evidence. This White House is the only White House in modern history to go through an investigation and claim zero during the investigation. I'm going to say it again, zero executive privilege. They didn't hand over over mm -hmm. 1 million pages of documents. They handed over 1 million documents. So Bob Mueller has had this, mm -hmm. no collusion, no obstruction, and Fat Jerry says, well, the Congress gets the whole report. So Bob Barr, what he did is there is a, a version of this report that sits in what they call a skiff, which is a secure area for members of Congress to, to go read where they can't take notes and steal things like, um, uh, what the hell was his name? The security. The lake. The, um, no, the guy who was stuffing the Clinton docks in his shorts, Sandy Berger. Oh, okay. This, this, yeah. is, this is all the Sandy Berger thing. So, effectively, legally, Barr cannot redact and expose what's called 6E testimony. 6E testimony is testimony before the grand jury. So, before these grand jury proceedings, the, a grand jury, for those of you who went to public school, is basically a prosecutor's version only presentation to an impaneled member of people referred to as a grand jury. There's a saying that says a grand jury can indict a ham sandwich because within there, there's no right to counsel. The defense has no representation. 
It is just a layout of the prosecutor's theory. So uh-huh. of all this grand jury impanelment and all these witnesses, it led to no charges past the ones that are public for either process crimes or in the case of Manafort, uh, the tax evasion. So it is illegal for Bill Barr to redact any of that testimony. So within this skiff right now, available to members of Congress, is a version of the Mueller report that has everything excluding that 6E grand jury testimony. The last reading I had, that means that 98.9% of the Mueller report sits redacted in a skiff. Of the 535 members of Congress who have access to this, three so far have gone and looked at it. None are Democrats. Uh-huh. One is Mitch McConnell. The other was Doug Collins and, and, and Lindsey Graham. And Lindsey Graham. And that's uh-huh. it. So, Stacey, let's circle back. And how do you see this absolute drum? You want to talk about a manufactured crisis. This basically total war, to use the, the, the German language for this submarine warfare, against Attorney General uh, William Barr. Well, this piece of it is simply ridiculous. Um, Everybody knows what the law is. Uh, Congress makes those laws if they would like to change it. Well, by gosh, do it. Um, Literally, they could. uh, But grand jury information is protected for a couple of reasons. Number one, you may be talking about people against whom no charges can be brought. And the public does not need to know that they were ever investigated. No wrongdoing was found. That can damage your reputation. I'm equally concerned about the fact that they did unredact the information about ongoing investigations. These groups are the leakiest, drippiest, freaking get it all out to our friends in the media groups I have ever seen. Like in my entire life. Oh, they leak like Vegas hookers after you know? the Shriners Convention. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just, it's insane. I mean, if we're going to take the most recent example, right? I mean, can can we talk about a legit setup here? The, 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 Congress has access to the, to the report in as a complete form as they're going to get it. Go look at it if you're interested. If you're not Jerry Nadler, shut up. Really, that's how I feel. Um... But, I mean, let's look at the most recent controversy, right? Mm-hmm. Night before Barr is going to go in front of the Senate Intelligence Committee, WAPO has a bombshell report that wasn't even a cow fart. I mean, seriously. And this is what they're trying to set up um, Barr light to Congress on? You can watch the whole tape and hear the whole conversation which is demonstrative of the fact that Barr did not lie. Or you can look at the little clips being tweeted by journalists like Maggie Haberman and Kyle Griffin that are just the part they want you to hear so you believe what they're telling you. Like, I have never, I have not seen such a blatant push to a narrative in a long time. And we got, like, less- there's been a lot of it, but this was just, this was 
absolute malpractice. And and, and to Stacey's point, we have we have less than a minute left here in in the opening segment. So when we come back after the break, I'm going to go through this. What you're hearing referred to as the letter that was sent from Special Counsel Robert Mueller's office, um, specifically the question that was asked by Charlie Crist on April 9th to Bill Barr. We'll tie the both of these together. Where, in my personal opinion, I don't know how you can see. Either one of them as anything more than than a complete and 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 an absolute an absolute setup. However, before we do go to break, there is a point that I'd like to make, and I'd like everybody to hold this in their head before Stacy and I come back. You keep hearing about everybody knows about about uh, uh, um, Bob Mueller's pit bull, Andrew Weissman. And we'll go into a little Weissman's mm-hmm. history. And you keep hearing about, oh, well, you know, it's Weissman that's doing the leaks, probably. And. They keep giving Mueller cover because what I keep hearing is, well, you know, it was Weissman was the one that wrote that letter to trap Trump. And, you know, and and it keeps going back to hearkening that Bob Mueller's a good guy. Bob Mueller is not a good guy because what I expected was to see some kind of caveated language down in the signature about that letter being part of his team. It's not. The letter is only signed by Bob Mueller. Bob Mueller is not a good guy. Bob Mueller is not your friend. Bob Mueller is as knee deep in this as any of the people that the investigation of the investigators hopefully are going to come uh, uncover with the, the spying on a, on a uh, political rivals campaign. But Stacey and I are going to wrap up this first segment, come back on the other side of the break with that Mueller letter, a little bit of audio on the war that's going on against Bill Barr. We want to thank everybody for joining us live here. KLRN Radio on Spotify for Game On. Stacey and I are going to be right back, pay some bills, three minutes and 30 seconds. Game On here on KLRN Radio. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq, Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, Think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible, affordable, relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 
$3 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly, because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. Well, according to our ads, welcome back to Tax Cheat and Soft Schmeckle Radio here on KRA. <laughs> Oh, dear Lord. J.D. and Stacey back here live with Game On on KLRN Radio. Everybody right now, get over to Spreaker.com. Hashtag J.D. and Stacey. Get in that chat room. Join the conversation. Audie Packard just showed up. I guess his uh, his horse and buggy got stuck at that light, baby. They got confused. Them Amish. I hear they kind of go colorblind. We want to thank Ricky Tiki Tavi, Rick Robinson, the KLRN Radio family, Spotify, and everybody who makes Sunday's edition of Game On possible. 18 to 80, blind, crippling, crazy. Hide those kids. Get back. Listen to the show with your baby. J.D. and Stacy here taking you to the top of that 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Hour. We back, baby. How's you? I'm doing fine, and I just want our audience to know I love them. I don't think they're tax, tax cheats with small – or what did you say? Smushy <laughs> smackles or something? <laughs> I love you guys. Don't listen to him. Okay, terrific. I said welcome, welcome back. Welcome back to Tax Cheat and Soft Schmeckle Radio. <laughs> all, all, all I'm saying is I love you. Don't listen to him. <laughs> they come to hear me anyway. Oh, they know I'm the nice one. God. Just like Ron Fournier did. Could you imagine if half our listening audience bought half the products that we advertise? What may a Pete would think standing in front of a completely... <laughs> of our <Jeez>. <laughs> Your quarrel, sir, is with my... What's that? (laughs) Okay, believe it or not, J.D. actually, actually downloaded some some audio this evening that we were going to analyze for our very intelligent audience. Your quarrel, sir, is... Ding, 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 ding. I need my own bell. <laughs> I'm actually going to get one. I'm going to get one, and I'm going to put it on the desk, and it'll just pick up on my mic. Your quarrel, sir, is... Ooh. <laughs> we have an attorney general under siege, <laughs> and this is what you're doing. I'm sorry. 
I don't know. Wow. I don't I'm going to start drinking oh. during this show. I, I Listen, I, I don't know what's, what's, what's had you wait this long. So in the first segment with Carrying Over, Stacey and I were basically going over a little bit of what is this all-out democratic war that you're seeing against Bill Barr. And we're going to go through this ridiculous Mueller letter. We're I know, I know, J.D. Charlie Chris. Well, hold on. Let's let's let Nana and, and Chicken Moron and the rest of these jackasses. Here's a little... Um, what is it? A uh, uh, not a not a um, uh, when you put things together compilation. Yeah, but there's another word for it. Uh, montage. Yes, yes, yes. Here's a, here's a little montage. But here's Nana, and then the montage, and I'm just gonna try to recover over here. Did the attorney general commit a crime? He lied to Congress. He lied to Congress. If, and if anybody else did that, it would be considered a crime. Uh, you, nobody is above the law, not the president of the United States and not the attorney general. Being the attorney general does not give you uh, a bath to go say whatever you a want. Bath. And that is the fact because you are the attorney general. Should it just isn't jail? true. Should he go to jail for it? The, 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 there's a process involved here. And as I said, I'll say it again. And how many other questions you may have, the committee will act upon um, how we will proceed. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Catherine Hepburn of the United States House of... I, 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 I think that he... Uh, 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 she's uh, incoherent. Oh, my God. You know what? She, she's like one of those Disney Hall of President robots that, that they wheel out. Hold on. Here's, uh, here's skinny Jerry Nadler and then the, the jerk-off Cohen from Tennessee. The, uh, the failure of Attorney General Barr to come to the hearing today is simply another step in the administration's growing attack on American democracy and its attack on the right of Congress to be a coordinate branch of government and to have the information it needs to legislate and act on behalf of the American people. We will make one more good faith attempt to, ne to, to, to negotiate and to get, the, to get the access to the report that we need and then, and then if we don't get that we will proceed to hold the Attorney General in contempt, and we'll go from there. Chicken Bar should have shown up today Ugh. and answered questions. Uh, oh, and eno and eno a enough with this idiot. For those of you who saw it, that, that Did is you see him gnawing on the KFC? You, you know, Steve Cohen, for those of you, I, I think he represents, I don't know if he represents all of Memphis or West Memphis. Steve Cohen, for those of you who live in the state of Tennessee, or if you are not sufficiently embarrassed by this complete fool and jackass, and... You can hear Jerry Nat. Listen, we all know Nana has been seen. You know, Corella Deville has been senile for the last fifteen years. Jerry Nadler is so far over his head. But let's circle back to the substance because I don't want it to get lost in the weeds of, of of making fun of these idiots. So they're scared. The Speaker of the House of Representatives says in that clip that the Attorney General of the United States lied, lied to Congress. That's perjury. No, he didn't. I'm just saying what she said. You have I know. Jerry Nadler, who is obsessed. I, I have never seen somebody more drunk on subpoena power in my entire life. And before we tighten this up, I want you to think about what this is about. Within 48 hours of receiving the Mueller report, Attorney General William Barr put together a four-page summary that just had the report's conclusions. Which was necessary because uh -huh. it's, you know, you don't want to have it hanging out there. Robert and leaking because things leak. 
Robert Mueller, for those of you, let, let's give them a, a little history of, of the, spe- the current special. The current special counsel statute exists in the form that it does because Democrats in Congress had the special counsel law changed after the Clinton investigation because of all the embarrassing nonsense that came out. So what they didn't ever want to see again was a special counsel situation where there was an airing of dirt when people didn't get charged. So what did Congress do? They changed the law. Well, the Dems didn't want to live under that after Bach, after Mueller came back and said that there's, quote unquote, no collusion. Everything that you have found out about this is because Attorney General William Barr has decided that he's going to be transparent about it. Robert Mueller, as the special counsel, is not God down from the mountaintop. No. He is an employee of the Department of Justice, which is an agency that is a part of the executive branch. Robert Mueller does not supersede the attorney general. He works for the attorney general. Mueller's job was to put together a report and find conclusions. That's it. That's it. He has no say in how it's presented, what's presented, or anything. Now, I'm going to read you this letter that you keep hearing about as this special counsel's letter. Was it most likely the verbiage written by Andrew Weissman so that it could be leaked? Yes. Was it signed off only by Robert Mueller? Yes. Dated the letter March 27, 2019. This is the honorable to the Honorable William P. Barr. Dear Attorney General Barr, I previously sent you a letter dated March 25th, 2019, that enclosed the introduction and executive summary for each volume of the special counsel's report marked with redactions to blah, 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 the 16 material. And it goes down a little further. I want you to listen to this. This is the meat of this letter. It's a short letter. It's only about five or six paragraphs. As we stated in our meeting of March 5th and reiterated to the department early in the afternoon of March 21st, the introductions and executive summaries of our two-volume report accurately summarized this office's work and conclusions. The summary letter the department sent to Congress and released to the public late in the afternoon of March 24th, you need to listen to the language here very carefully, did not fully capture the context, nature, and substance of this office's work and conclusions. So that twist of phrase right there opens it up to the entirety of the special counsel staff, all of whom are, are, are Department of Justice employees. We communicated that concern to the department on the morning of March 25th. There is now public confusion, not misinformation. This is, these are Bob Mueller's letters on words. There is now public confusion about critical aspects of the results of our investigation. This threatens to undermine a central purpose for which the department appointed the special counsel, blah, blah, blah. The next, no, it didn't. The next paragraph, Mueller tells his boss that he thinks it would be better if you also release the executive summaries. Now, what's the executive summaries, J.D.? That is all the non-legally binding dirt where they can write their political language roadmap to impeachment. Mm-hmm. Stacy, this is yes, an Jaden. employee sending his boss a letter asking his boss why he's not doing it the way that he would prefer. Now, for those of you who want to know why Weissman's name and the fact that this is a hit job keeps coming up, this letter was sent on March 27th during a 
Uh, who asks this question? That, 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 uh, Charlie Chris. So during the, this House session, during this House committee, Charlie Chris asks, is Chris in the House or the Senate at this point? I believe it was in the House. Charlie Chris of Florida asked this question on April 9th, 2019 to, to Attorney General Barr. This is quotes. This is the, the question that Chris asks him. Quote, reports have emerged recently, General, that members of the special counsel's team are frustrated that some members of the special counsel's team are frustrated at some level with the limited information included in your March 24th letter that it does not adequately or accurately necessarily portray the report's findings. Do you know what they're referencing with that? Barr's answer, no, I don't. I suspect that they probably wanted more put out, but in my view, I was not interested in putting out summaries or trying to summarize. Barr literally, in that answer, quotes the letter verbatim. But for Charlie Chris to ask the question in that way, Charlie Chris knew full well that Barr has been personal friends with Bob Mueller for 30 years. When Bill Barr got got sworn in, he's been dealing directly with Bob Mueller, not his staff. So Chris is trying to turn this on a phrase of the staff, and here's the answer to Barr. No, I don't. Do you know what they're referencing with that? No, I don't. No, I don't. Well, they tried to hang him up with another question, too, and I don't remember the person that was asking it. But basically, it went through this whole thing about the conclusion of obstruction, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And no finding, and and Bill Barr saying there's no chargeable offense here in his summary because, oh, by the way, Robert Mueller didn't do his job and just decided not to make a decision. Um, And asked... Bar, do you know how he felt about your conclusions? And he was referring specifically to an obstruction. And Barr said, no, I don't. Like, they hadn't really discussed the finding on on obstruction, which is mentioned nowhere in that letter, right? Mm-hmm. There's no beef about it. They were cutting that to just the question and saying he lied to Congress there as well. Totally garbage take. It's a completely garbage take, but, but I want to tie this back to how Mueller is as bad as the rest of the angry Democrat partisans on that investigative team. First of all, we all know that within the first few weeks of Mueller taking the special counsel's job uh, in this Russia investigation, he knew there was no collusion. He spent right. two, two years trying to pin an obstruction charge on, uh, on the president. Doesn't get gone. We're trying to affect, affect obstruction in a lot of ways. Exactly, and doesn't get gone until there's a new sheriff in town and Attorney General William uh-huh. Barr comes on the scene. But this is what's interesting. Barr and, and Mueller have been personal friends for 30 years. I think Barr was at Mueller's daughter's wedding or vice versa. These are not yep. casual Washington acquaintances. And you've heard Barr as recently as last week in testimony when they said, do you trust Robert Mueller? And he says, yeah, I trust Bob Mueller. But I want you to – I want to – push a point home about how much of a bad guy Bob Mueller is. Bill Barr has known him for 30 years, and he even says once he receives this letter, he says in testimony last week to the Senate, I said to him, I said, Bill, I said, I, I, I said, what, what's with the, uh, Bob, what's with the, uh, what's with the letter? He called the letter snitty. Why not just pick up the phone and be like, hey, Holmes, uh, I, I thought that this was Fugazi. And Barr, very interestingly, was emphatic that three different times he asked Mueller, post that letter being sent, if 
Mueller had any issues or disagreed with any part of the summary that he put out about Mueller's work. He says that Bob Mueller said no three different times and Mm -hmm. that his answer in those three different times was he was more concerned about the media coverage. Stay with me here for a second. Barr then further goes on to explain to the idiots in the Democrat Senate when they try to push him about how he can be so positive about this. And Barr says, I'm so positive about this because I personally have notes from the conversation. The conversation Uh was additionally on speakerphone inside the room with at least three witnesses who also took notes. Barr didn't say as much, but I'd be shocked if there wasn't a recording of this as well. Why am I babbling about this? Everybody forget politics and Russia and Trump. Forget everything for a second. Wipe your mind clean. This is going to be a simple people exercise. If you are such good personal friends with somebody that you've known for three decades that you were just recently at one of their children's weddings and you still speak highly of them and say that they're a person of principle, but feel that this same person is heading you for a setup that you make sure a phone call with a 30-year-old personal friend has multiple witnesses to it in real time along with memorialized notes of the conversation in real time. Bill Barr has been friends with Mueller for 30 years and thought that was necessary. Let that sink in. Well, my overwhelming sense at this point is that Bill Barr did not take this appointment because he loves Donald Trump or fully no. believes in Donald Trump's He's a bushy. agenda, right? He's a bushy. He's a bushy. He took he he's been sitting in the public sphere watching all of this go down. He realized that DOJ and the FBI are sick and he's come in to fix it. Absolutely. He has come in to restore process to both of those agencies. Because he knows something has gone horribly awry. And my sense is that he knows a lot more than he's let on. And he's actually dropped some pretty significant hints in front of his these congressional committees. He's seen the receipts at this point. And he knows something is awry. He's going to find out what. Because his powers are more significant than, the, um, than Michael Horowitz's who is the inspector general. His report is also due soon. But watch very, very carefully, people, because you saw a headline in the New York Times talking about a new player in the whole thing with George Papadopoulos. Mm-hmm. As that was actually an article aimed at controlling the narrative as this stuff is dripping out. They're going to say, yep, They were poking in, and and if you read that article, the way they characterize this person, they use a pseudonym, they don't give who she works for, et cetera, et cetera. As returned. People who know more than me are reading that and going, CIA. That puts Brennan's butt in a sling. People who know more than you, the person who was affected by it, and for those of you, you keep hearing this this player, George Papadopoulos. Uh, He's got a book coming out. He's done fantastic interviews uh, with both Dan Bongino, uh, and Byron York, uh, Buck Sexton as well. Um, 
this this bit player who you, you will hear them come out with the Dems right away. Well, Papadopoulos, who went to jail, who went to jail. Papadopoulos was put in jail for 11 days because he misremembered the month that a professor who was looking more and more like an asset of Western intelligence came into his sphere. So this is not Mm -hmm. some nefarious mastermind criminal. This is what Papadopoulos did his process, his 11-day crime for. He's actually kind of a derp. And if you listen to the guy himself, He's convinced that Azra Turk was not an FBI asset. She was a CIA asset. Well, what does that matter, J.D.? I don't know, Bob. The fact that John Brennan is knee-deep in all of this, up to his eyeballs, maybe, the lady doth protest too much, John Brennan, for the Uh way that the Obama administration changed who could mask and see raw material, You have to understand something about this Papadopoulos thing, and this is what you need to focus on when the Dems start playing shuck and jive with it. When you hear that Papadopoulos mentions to this Ambassador Downer that the Russians have dirt on Hillary Clinton, he gets that unsolicited from a Maltese professor named Joseph Misfoot. So the information that they use to justify to getting a FISA on Papadopoulos was walked into them by Western intelligence, not the Russians. So, And if you... Oh, we, sorry. We got, we, got, we got 30 seconds. So basically, Stacey and I, I think, tell me if you disagree, this all circles back to the fact that why you're seeing this hit job on this attorney general right now is only because he is about to begin, or he's already began, investigating the investigators. So don't fool yourself for a second. All of this stuff about Barr is two things. They don't have the stones to impeach Trump because of his power so far, because of his position politically so far. The country's not looking for it, but they got to make their base happy, and they need to stain this guy for when he drops the mic on what was going on Inside the intelligence agency, spying on a U.S. presidential campaign. 15, 30 seconds. Stacey, take us to break. And if people actually do their jobs and um, they're watching what John Solomon is printing in The Hill about the Ukraine and tying it back to articles published by The Daily Caller and The Washington Post, kids, this could go right back into the heart of Clinton world. And I think that's why they're really scared. No. Why I think they're really scared is because this is going directly to the Oval Office to when Barack Hussein Obama. But before we can prove that, Stacey and I are going to pay some bills. Come in, wrap up the show, bring us into the 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Hour. Thank you so much for joining Stacey, myself. Game on here on Kaylor and Radio. We'll be back in 3 minutes and 30 seconds to wrap up. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 
a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. Whether we realize it or not, everyone has been impacted by addiction. We all have family members, we all have friends that have faced this demon. But there's hope. There's hope in recovery. There's hope when we work together to rise above the plight of addiction. I'd like you to join Mac Mullings every Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. on Rise Above Radio around KOKC 1520 a.m. where they talk about the hope that is available to all of us. To all our political geeks, freaks, and back alley sneaks, everybody right now, get over to Spreaker.com. JD and Stacey get in that chat room, join the conversation. Say hello to Susie. It's so good to see her again, baby. We want to thank everybody for joining us live. We're live here every Sunday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on that KLRN radio and Spotify. Stacey and I are hosting Game On here. We want to thank you all for coming and listening to us live every week. The audience keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's allowing us to get up on more platforms. We want to thank you. We know how much entertainment there is out there. We know that it's a tough part of the, the week to fit us in live, and we are very, very, very exceedingly grateful. So, so long as everybody just writes a check for that $10,000, we're going to be okay. Ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> ah, it's, you know, it, it just, you know, go. And I knew, you know, when, when you and I were trying to figure out how we wanted to structure today's show and this, that and the other thing. I mean, you, you, you could talk about this for the next the next 12 hours. It, it's just it's sickening. It's disgusting. The the 
the press has absolutely zero credibility. They went from peddling a false narrative to just going out of their way to, to go down with the ship, defending one. Um, and, and remember, folks, remember, this, this, what you're seeing in the media is nothing more than every play in the book that coming out to protect, to protect um, the biggest scandal in his administration was the crease in his tan suit, uh, Barack Barry Obama. So, you know, Barry Hussein, who was allowed to have this legend begin, even though it was garbage from Fast and Furious, targeting of the IRS, and on and on and on and on and on, you know, that he was the most scandal-free president in the history of American politics— um, is about to be to be to be peeled back and 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 gone over by bar, and I still don't know how it's going to play, because one of the things that Stacey and I have talked about in the past, you know, if if it looks as bad as it we think it looks for the Democrats as far as what they did to Trump, their their golden card to change that news cycle is to impeach, and you forget the House can impeach for any reason. It does it doesn't matter what 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 Mueller found. So I think that this is going to be very interesting to to continue watching. Just remember that as far as we can see. Nobody inside the United States government has your best interest at heart. So just keep that in mind. Um, all right. Nonsense of the world today. Where did you want to start? Oh, Grandpa Joe, of course. <laughs> Wait, well, let me see. Which one do I have? Oh, of course. Now this did. <laughs> I forgot about this. I, this... He is just gaffing right and left already. It 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 it. it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your front See, runner for the Democratic terrific. nomination. <laughs> See, your hair smells terrific. Oh, you know, he's gaff prone, but this is the best. This is the best part about the woke Democratic Party, baby. You know, with the intersectionality, and we got to get a black gay lesbian amputee midget that practices buddhism on thursday and is vegan on friday and only has sex with furries you know this this idiotic we get so caught up in the democrats idiotic intersectionality olympics that you forget what kind of a doddering old boob slowly slipping into senility joe biden is why don't you take it from there Apparently, he's been speaking at campaign events and <laughs> calling the president embarrassing and a boob. And, well, not exactly a boob, but you, you get the general context. Um, and he's talking about, and, and I have questions, J.D. He's talking about how once he was out of office and his party was no longer in government, 14 world leaders contacted him. Is that a violation of the Logan Act? Listen, this is the same jackass who is not going to make it through this process because he had to tell a story how he strong-armed the Ukrainian prosecutor yeah, to get the state off of his son so that they could give them a few billion dollars. So, look, he's already mm-hmm. killed himself, but here's the best part. So so Biden says that Margaret Thatcher has called him with concerns about— among <laughs> other world leaders' calls that he's gotten, according to this article, uh, Napoleon, uh, Alexander the Great— <laughs> Uh, Jesus called twice, but their schedules, I don't think they ever actually talked. Uh, Genghis Khan called on behalf of John Kerry. I mean, come on! He's the Ouija boards, Margaret. Come on, they're both female prime ministers of the UK. At least he was sort of in the ballpark. 
All right. Archie, can I get a, a ruling on this? The country is going straight into the dumper. Uh. <laughs> yes. Joe Biden was called by Margaret Thatcher, who was complaining about Donald Trump. <sighs> Denny's employees beating people up because it's a filthy asshole or... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, God, this terrific. This is not that far from my home. Uh, CBS 46 photographer assaulted by three employees at a Lithonia Denny's restaurant that had a failing restaurant score. Employees at a Georgia Denny's attacked the photographer Wednesday after reporter Adam Murphy entered the restaurant to politely ask questions about a failed health. I, what happened? Like, is, 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 Apparently, they didn't want pictures taken. Is this place run by the Bloods or the Crips? Like, you walk in there and say, oh, kind sir, could you explain your C rating from the health department on the door? Lock the door, son. Now you can't leave. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Don't put the camera in my face, said an unidentified female. I'm going to call the police. And then they beat the hell out of him. <laughs> yeah, I I just. Wow. It's not. That, that's like in in my town. Not my town, literally, but in the greater Atlanta area. Oh, it sounds like you got to get a better class of people. I cannot believe it. We're going to leave two hey, on the floor. We're not we're Florida. Thank everybody for we're joining not Florida. Us. This is that point in the show when I look at my beautiful and brilliant co-host and I say, baby, 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 you got those keys? I got those keys. Let's get out of here. Why don't you tell those nice people who you are, what you do, and where they can find you? You can find me at, at Scott's Fire, S-C-O-T-S-F-Y-R-E on Twitter. You can also find me at Stacy Lennox on Facebook, Minds, and the IDW community, and sometimes I write for the resurgence. And you can always find me on Boston's Alleyways, CD Situations, sometimes Game on JD on Twitter. I'm going to wear a vest. If I live through it, I'll see you next week. I'm looking for you, you Occupy freaks with your glitter bombs. Bring it on. Bring on the glitter. Everything has changed. Everything has changed in the last few years. Conservatives used to take it, and we're not taking it anymore. KLRN Radio has advertising rates available. We have rates to fit almost any budget. Contact us at advertising at klrnradio.com. Everyone loves liberty. Our rights come from God, not the government. So why are you letting other people tell you what's best for your health care? Exercise your freedom with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is a community of people who voluntarily share one another's medical costs. Liberty HealthShare is founded on the idea that most people truly want to help one another. Healthcare sharing allows members to do just that as a true community that supports one another in times of need. Liberty believes people should make decisions for themselves and their families. Members are able to take back the freedom to make their own decisions about their health care. 
care. Freedom from guilt or doubt about how your money is used. You have the freedom to direct your health care, not to be dictated to by bureaucrats. Stop letting others tell you what to do and join a community of like-minded people. Exercise your freedom. Join Liberty HealthShare and take back the control of your health care while helping those around you. Call Liberty at 855-58-LIBERTY. Again, that's 855-58-L-I-B-E-R-T-Y for more information, or you can check them out at libertyhealthshare.org. Again, that's libertyhealthshare.org. Here's George Foreman with InventHelp. Hi, I'm George Foreman. Do you have an idea for a new product or invention? People ask me all the time, George, how do I get my idea in front of companies? How do I get a patent? What do I do next? Do you have the same questions? I'll tell you like I'll tell them all. Call my friends at InventHelp. Call InventHelp today for free information. InventHelp has been helping inventors for more than 30 years and has sales offices nationwide. InventHelp can submit your invention to companies who are interested in receiving new ideas. If you have an idea and want to try to patent it and submit it to companies, you should call InventHelp today for free information. Listen, I can't guarantee a company will be interested in your idea, but I believe every inventor deserves the opportunity to step into the ring and take their best shot. Put InventHelp in your corner. Get your free inventor's information. Call 1-800-353-6490. That's 1-800-353-6490. Again, 1-800-353-6490. At St. Jude, a family never sees a bill at all. It's like the world has been lifted off of your shoulders. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org.